You know, facing the reality of, of the life to come uh, is, is really something that, that you think about when you, when you see death all the time. Well, I'm Chet Stewart. And I'm Diana. And we're from Albuquerque, New Mexico. And we've been married 46. 46 years. I have to tell you, our, our, our work, what we do, has, has affected how we view what God has given us. In 1904, my grandfather, Chester T. French, came to Albuquerque with his younger brother who had tuberculosis. And back in those days, they didn't know how to treat it except to take the person to a dry climate. And so that's what led him to come to Albuquerque. And his, and his brother died shortly after that. And he took him back to East Tennessee to where the family was from and, and he was buried there. But in the process, he began to sense a calling to go into, into funeral service because he had been through this death experience with his brother. And he, and he came back to Albuquerque and uh, he started the business in 1907. In 1964, when I was stationed in San Antonio at Fort Sam Houston, and I was about to get out of the military, he called me and he said, I want you to come to Albuquerque and be my partner in the business. And he was 82 at the time, I was 24. And I came, and in my mind, I was coming for a year really out of respect for my grandfather. And, and he died three weeks after I got back. And so very quickly, I had the responsibility for, for running the business at a very young age. Well, the first year that I, that I was here, I began to see that, that funeral service was a ministry to people, or it could be a ministry to people. And, and I began to see that my gifts and talents really kind of fit that ministry. And I, and I really began to sense that God was calling me to do it and that we could really make a difference in the lives of people by, by, by serving them genuinely with, with high integrity and with, with great compassion. And I, and I realized early on that, that you really weren't ready to, to live until you were ready to die. And uh, if you're ready to die, then, then, you're, then your living is going to be much more meaningful. And what you do is going to be much more meaningful. I think it has shaped me in the way that um, when I've gone to funerals and helped with funerals, um, how you can tell the kind of a life a person's lived by the way the funeral is. You can always tell the givers from the takers. When you can really begin to understand what the what the Bible says about giving, it's just so life changing, and you realize that, that the stuff that you have is just stuff, and and it's it's so temporary, and you're not taking it with you. You know, being in the funeral business, we realize that we don't have any we don't we don't have any trailers behind our hearses.
You know, we were brought, both of us were brought up to, to give. Uh, we, we believed in tithing, we always tithe. And uh, a few years ago, when we went to the first Generous Giving Conference, I, I think it just kind of opened up the lenses of what biblical generosity really was. When we began to learn that, to really experience the freedom that if, if it's all His, then it's all right. It's all, it's all His. Because we always believed that God was the owner, but we were controlling it. And, and the control issue was really the big thing for us. And so, so we, we began to give, uh, I hate to talk about what, what we're giving, but we, we started giving substantially more. And of course, uh, a, a lot of that came out, out of our assets. Because we, we decided we don't need to grow our assets anymore. We have far more than we need. And, and, and God has, has, has used that to, to help us get rid of the fear that we had. You know, the fear of being secure. You know, the only place that we need to be secure is in His hands. You know, we want to be in His hands. I think we, we get locked in that tithe box and it's not a bad box. It's just not the only box. It's not a big enough box. And, and our, our prayer has been in the, in the last part of our lives that we, we would still be able to make a difference in the lives of people we come in contact with because, you know, ultimately we're not going to be here and, and the lives of our kids, how they're bringing up their kids is really important to us and how, they, how our sons value their wives and love their wives, very important to us. We're leaving our kids some money because we trust them. Now, now they prove that they're that they're accountable, and uh, they love God and they're serving Him. So we are leaving our we are leaving our kids some of our resources, and and then the, and then we're also the the, the rest will, will be in a trust that they will control uh, how it's how it's, it's distributed. how it's distributed how it's given when you realize that the greatest gift that was ever given was what God gave us in the gift of his son it's a life-changing thing and when you can when you can really begin to understand what the what the bible says about giving it's just so life-changing you know you just realize as you get older if people could just really understand there's so little understanding of biblical generosity, the difference it makes in your lives, how much richer you can be. Sharing what we have is a way to do that. Even if I can't go, <clears throat> I'm not called to go to Africa or wherever, I can help somebody do that. And that's eternal.